Welcome to the Emergency Management Network Podcast. Emergency Management's trusted voice, sponsored by Disaster Tech and Titan HST. Thank all of you that stopped by the Emergency Management Network booth last week at the International Association of Emergency Managers Conference. It was great talking to y'all, and even those that uh, got to tape a mini interview, that was great. I look forward to next year in Long Beach, California to see more of you, and man, it uh, will be a lot of fun as well. And I know a few of you want to get promoted and take leadership roles in your organization. I think you'll get some insights with this talk today. So let's get into it. In this part of the series, we're discussing getting promoted within your department, or if you're getting hired into a leadership position from the outside, first of all, is don't believe your own press release. When my friend in the Navy got promoted to petty officer, third class, E4, this is from all those like E1, T3s, right from the non-rings, he brought us all together and he brought up his friends, he's concerned that it would be strange, the new status for him, and that uh, you may feel that same way when you get promoted, it's sensitive, and you're in this new role, you have new responsibilities, and you also have new status. And status is tricky. It's not like a new suit. You can't see it. However, people can, and the reactions, well, they can be intense. So you've entered into what some people refer to as a status bubble. And for some people, your status makes it more challenging to interact with you. And for some, they feel they can't be open and honest with you. We've all seen in the military movies where the Marine NASA's commanding officer, sir, permission to speak freely. You know, that is the status bubble. Let's explore this exercise. Now that you're in charge, what has changed? First, you earned that promotion that you wanted. Second, you have more responsibility. And last, your team now has expectations of you. See, leadership sometimes feels like you're on the island by yourself. If promoted within the organization, your promotion removes you from your friends. Like it or not, it's the truth at some levels. Some of your work friends will now view communicating with you and connecting with you as challenging. And now that you are the leader and you have the power, quote unquote, over them, perceived or sometimes actual, makes them hesitant. And they will censor themselves around you. In most cases, it is fear of not meeting your expectations. In some cases, it's fear that you use what they say against them. So attack that status bubble. You need to attack it. You need to take a pointer from my friend Rich. Don't allow your new situation to become the elephant in the room. Be open and discuss your concerns with the team. And trust me, they will understand and appreciate what you're doing. Let them know that you're excited about your new job and tell them they should not hesitate to speak up and give you feedback, positive or negative, and sometimes negative is even better. Occasionally, solicit feedback from how you're doing. I like the idea of the 360 review. Your new role will require you to formally give team members feedback through the employment evaluation process and allow them to do the same, to reduce that status bubble that you have and show that you want to know what they think about you like the new boss. Listen carefully and often a genuine thank you and remind them that you are a human. Another great tactic is self-deprecating humor. Few things work as well as making fun of yourself. Think about the errors that you've made at work, the unexpected embarrassing moments in your life or something that silly you once did and find the right time every two or three months to share one of those incidents with your team and you'll become immensely more approachable when you show that you're comfortable laughing at yourself. Building bonds with your team aren't always about humor, sometimes just about the opposite. One surefire way to break this status bubble is to encourage debate. 
My boss loves to debate the issues until we come to an answer. He likes to hear all sides of the problem before we make a decision. And many times, whether informal meetings or informal discussions, lower status employees choose not to speak up when they disagree or wish to add another thought. They often perceive speaking up as a risk. You aim to reduce that risk perception by positively embracing difficult and well-intentioned discussions. You may have to push or pull or prod your team along, but when the team sees you honestly listening and positively respond in the face of criticism or debate, they will view you as fair. So you need to remove the barriers in your new role. Your status doesn't have to cause unnecessary problems. Breaking the status bubble is about removing that communication barrier and having robust dialogue that creates excellent teams. In a professional context, Honesty is having and using clear and meaningful ethical standards. And being fair at work is in one general way to demonstrate your integrity. However, it is essential to be clear about what you mean by the word fair. Being fair refers to equal opportunity. Stated differently, being fair means that you treat people equally by creating a positive and transparent workplace, but also Treat them differently based on their performance and needs. Integrity and fairness matter because they impact trust. And trust is critical quality in higher performing teams. It is one of the intangible assets that help move an organization past the mere compliance towards decommitment and commitment to each other and commitment to the work. Will Rogers once said, It takes a lifetime to build a good reputation, but it can be lost in a minute. The same is true with trust. And with trust, you need to protect it like the critical asset that it is. Second, actions speak louder than words. Don't tell people what you did or what you can do, but be like Nike. Just do it. Prove yourself. You don't have to explain that you're trustworthy when you spend time showing behaviors and demonstrating trustworthiness. When you espouse specific standards and expectations and you build trust by doing it the way you say. Several behaviors at work are particularly influential and determine whether or not people view you as a person of integrity. For example, openly addressing integrity as a core part of your team. To accomplish this requires you to be consistent and clear about your ethical standards and your expectations of the group. Share credit and shield the blame. You can show the team that you mean it by challenging any issue or decision that encourages dishonesty and rewards unethical behaviors. One of the lessons I learned about leadership in the Navy was share your success and own the failures of your team. One of the best ways to demonstrate integrity is to share your credit widely. Anytime you and the team pass a particular milestone, such as a big goal or receive a recognition, don't steal the spotlight for yourself. Acknowledge everyone's contributions and make the team feel included in the win. It's also important to understand to share the pain. And when I say the pain, I'm referring to the unavoidable challenges and difficulties. This might include undesirable travel, long shifts during an emergency, tight deadlines, or other challenges. The rule here is always the same. To the extent possible, you share the burden you ask the team to undertake. For example, take the most challenging shift if there is an activation during a holiday. Another great way to demonstrate integrity is to make the decision based on the merits and not on other non-merited standards. And don't play favorites. In particular, steer clear from favoritism. A way of making decisions 
that benefit only your favorite people at work. See, assign the work based on people's skills, not merely on how much you like them. And one final great way to demonstrate integrity is be willing to get your hands dirty. Whenever you ask the team to achieve a strict standard or to engage in abnormal work, such as working on the weekends, you should be the first to sign up and participate arm in arm with your team. So let's wrap this up. A few steps exist to build track record for a successful leader. And there are fewer things as vital as solid integrity. And when people trust you, they'll listen better and you'll achieve better results. Be sure to let us know what you think about leadership in the comments below and join us for a discussion. Until next time, Stay safe and stay hydrated. Oh yeah, and don't forget, if you're listening to us on, on iTunes or other podcast uh, devices, hey, come over to Substack and join our conversation with the emnetwork.substack.com. That's emnetwork.substack.com. Join up. Love to have you. Talk to you next week.